Sorry for that being very aggressive. Actually, I have a couple of apologies. That's the first one. Um, good to have you here with this podcast, which I, at least this part, this little monologue, being recorded Friday, February 2nd at 2, uh, 1 11 p.m. I am apologizing because the other day I said uh, there's going to be another podcast um, because maybe you really, really wanted to hear about Restaurant Week. I wanted to share with you things about Restaurant Week for my friend um, Anna Tony, the executive director of Leadership Toledo, who Restaurant Week benefits. Um, this time for Anna's essentially annual visit, she brought along uh, one of the graduates, the alumni, a current Penta student, um, Ella, from she's an alumni of the Youth uh, Leadership Toledo program. And I want her to be on the radio. Wait till you hear her. I, I let her open things up because she is a she is a star. I'm going to start my own like teen radio station. Uh, Ella and Jaden. We've got uh, we've got a, a there's a woman here that I work with. Her daughter is uh, an 18 year old student, a senior at Perrysburg. It's like let's put them all on. First couple of things before we do dive into. Um, Leadership Toledo and the deliciousness of Restaurant Week. Uh, as I said, it's February second, and it seems that everyone, m- many people, have breathed a sigh of relief that January is over. Um, in the last week of January, I saw the the, the, the posts. It's January fifty fifth. It's January seventy fourth, and then, then so much relief yesterday when they're like, "Thank goodness, it's it's February and January's over." Um, and, and I I asked. Uh, sardonically in a glib way did i miss a disaster uh did, did are we doing covid again did all the dogs in the world keel over and die um i i couldn't figure out what was wrong now look we are all onto our own personal experiences for me personally um when it was january 28th i was like shit it was just like january 4th january flew by for me um and when i'm busy uh that's good so it was a very productive January for me. I feel like I got two months of work done. So I'm I'm into March now. So I figure my year will be done sometime in mid-August. Um, it was a great January for me. It flew by even as we got hammered with a couple of uh, messy snowstorms. Um, I, I asked people, I was like, what happened in January that made it so long? Some people were kind enough to share like genuine tragedies. Um yeah, I get it. And the month really has nothing to do with that. Here is my theory as to why so many people were um, in a malaise, in a fog, and in, in whatever negative mood they were. I'm not going to say whining because I don't want to really insult anybody. Um, why everybody was so down after January. Um, coming off the holidays where there's fun, food, drink, family, um, gifts, Santa, don't think we had any snow. It was pretty tame weather, um, weather-wise for the holidays. And then the then the the excitement of New Year's Eve and blah blah blah. And I was super excited to get into this year because I, you know, I've been tracking like recession, economy stuff, and I, I've we're we're really now in a, a post-COVID world. That's completely evidenced by the fact that a lot of people had something of COVID over the last six weeks. And so far as I know, there weren't a lot of uh, um, hospitalizations and some people got it really bad. If this were a couple of years ago, we would be frantic and panicked that here comes another strain. But 
it, as projected, uh, what became endemic and just a part of life. I think there were some people who got uh, flu or like real flu or RSV way worse than their COVID. But we just kind of scoffed at it. Took uh, our antibiotics or over-the-counter stuff to make us feel better with the symptoms and we got through it. We come into January, and, and maybe it's because uh, a lot of people were, were still getting over that cold that put them in a bad spot. I think because of the joy and elation of the holiday season and then coming into a January where it was gray for most of the month, and we did have two really annoying storms. Um, was it like three weeks or so ago? Uh, that really slushy, messy Friday night. So a normal Toledo winter is at least as far as temperatures and and snowfall um arrived and that hitting people directly after the holidays i think was quite a a knockout punch now i warn you just because january ended doesn't mean february is going to be any better in fact i hit my wall um in february most years here um mostly because i'm fed up with any snow we've had and we haven't had much the last couple of years but because February, to me, is the month that we have very little sunshine. Um, And the days are getting longer. There's more light, but there's no sun. So I get real irritated around the third week of February. So maybe we'll all get a break here and uh, we'll have a mild and bright February. Because I don't want to see more posts of like, I know it's a leap year, but it's February 85th. Like I said, it's, uh, it's a lot of coping skills, right? Um, In fact, I can give you something about that that I stumbled on this morning. Uh, Next up, UT might have their highest drafted NFL player ever. I didn't know who it was. I'm sure I used this guy uh, playing Madden, what, in the 90s or so? His name is Dan Williams, a defensive player drafted 11th overall in the first round um, years and years ago. I forget the the last year. It was somewhere in like 90s, 2000s, not that long ago. Um, Quinion Mitchell, a cornerback who I was unfamiliar with until the very end of the season, is uh, is drawing raves. He's at the Senior Bowl now. He's drawing raves from NFL talent evaluators. And all these, um, they're called mock drafts. Um, writers and, and whatnot come up with who they think is going to be drafted, when, where, and by who. And uh, I have seen Quinion Mitchell all the way up to like 15th in the first round. So it's possible that uh, with Mitchell... Uh, the Toledo Rockets football team will have will have their highest ever NFL draft pick. Now that doesn't guarantee success. Um, Bruce Gradkowski has had had a long NFL career as a backup. Uh, Deontay Johnson, bit of a problem recently with the Steelers, but he's been a I think a third round draft pick, been a good player for the Steelers. But Quinion Mitchell could be the highest ever drafted player and maybe the most ever, most successful Toledo player ever. Loud budgeting. Um, a TikTok, what Eric learned on TikTok by reading articles about what was popular on TikTok. So I guess this was a comedian thing from either late last year or the year before. And uh, the it's the idea of saying, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not cool with doing that in the sense of your friends want to go out to, the, the example I use in the radio show is your friends want to go out to Chop House or Final Cut. Um, but you're like, no, like you see my debit card. We, we talk about this all the time. Um, we got to do Applebee's for all you can eat or maybe just, <laughs> well, we got to do something cheaper. 
Your friends want to do a, a weekend trip to Chicago. Maybe they have a long President's Day weekend for or hotel, dinner, clubbing, shopping. No, what, what did I just tell you? Like my debit card is beaten to death. It's it's not even paycheck to paycheck. It's dollar to dollar. Um, good for you. Th- this is good. Um, I'll put this in the category of oh, TikTok discovers something we already we already do. We already had done, and we have a phrase for it: financial responsibility. Um, living and spending within your means. Now we can all. Um, splurge at times, but I have been financially responsible. So, uh, and part of that is maybe I don't splurge as much as I possibly could. Uh, I think I could take vacations um, more than I do, which I haven't gone anywhere since the end of 2015. In fact, I heard a great line not long ago. Um, and it wasn't in reference to me, but I'm taking it. It was, you like you love being on vacation. You hate going on vacation. You love being on vacation. You hate go- yes. I I would love to be in those little huts in like Bali, halfway across the world. I don't want to deal with like the twenty four or thirty six hours of travel. The cost if it cost me three grand to spend seven to ten days in Bali, fine. Uh, thirty six hours of travel, delays dealing with people and. In, in, in traveling, no, can't do it. So I'll wait till we can transport ourselves or have like hypersonic jets. Um, I am always grateful that my dad uh, implored upon me, especially as I got older, and he's like, "You got to save for retirement," and blah blah blah. Uh, but he always impressed upon me to be financially responsible. So I thank him for that. I also appreciate him giving me uh, with many things. He gave me enough rope. So that I could put the noose around my neck, but I couldn't kick the chair out from underneath myself. I wish everybody had a Barry. Um, I was listening to Rachel Ryan, our midday host on Q105, um, from 10 to noon today. Excuse me. I have to find lyrics. Okay. Um, heard her this morning while I was cl- diligently cleaning the house, and she played Hand in My Pocket by Alanis Morissette. You know when that song came out, right? Roughly. I think it was 95. Let me give you some of these. Um, I'm broke, but I'm happy. I'm poor, but I'm kind. I'm short, but I'm healthy. I'm high, but I'm grounded. I'm sane, but I'm overwhelmed. I'm lost, but I'm hopeful. Um, and when it comes down to everything's going to be fine, fine, fine. Um, I feel drunk, but I'm sober. Sober. I'm young and I'm underpaid. Uh, I'm tired, but I'm working. I care, but I'm restless. I'm here, but I'm really gone. I'm wrong and I'm sorry, baby. Somebody from three seconds ago could have done that same song um which gives me an opportunity to once again go the world is not worse than it's ever been um have things stayed so much the same from 30 years ago maybe uh should some of those things more pay better living conditions like in that song should some of those things have changed probably um here and there but not not everything and I think this is just a 16, 18 to 30 year old problem. And it's it's a generational thing. I, I would guess if I went back to somebody a little bit younger than my dad, somebody in their 50s or 60s, but even my dad. Hey, dad, did you think when you were like doing this, you should have gotten paid more? And I think it's just that state of life. It's a demographic thing. Um, It was stark to hear those lyrics and go, 
this sounds like everything I read on the internet now. And yeah, some things should change. But I really do think it's it's just a lifestyle thing. It is a coming of age period in your life where you're 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 gone from home in most cases, even if you're living at home. But no more no more safety net with mom and dad. It's not high school anymore. Like you're working. Real life problems. You're gaining experience. You have a boss who's being a dick, but you really like your job. You hate your job, but your boss is really nice. Um, and you're gathering these experiences so you can make better decisions when you get into your 30s and beyond. Um, yeah, some things should really, really change. Um, people should be treated better. Maybe paid a little bit more. Paid their their worth. Paid appropriately. Uh, but again, I think it's just their their rites of passage, and they're challenging. Um, it's a coming of age time. Um, it is, what's the, uh, it's, it's financial and lifestyle and societal puberty. So good luck with it. And then another 30 years, we're going to have another song with a lot of smart set lyrics that probably relate in a great, great way. Um, let's dive into restaurant week now with Anna Tony and Ella, who has become a, a big favorite of mine. Ella, do you want to start us off? You were, were, I'm officially recording now. Oh, that's awesome. Do you, okay. Do you want to <laughs> welcome everybody who's listening, whether it's podcast or on the air? Yes. Hello, guys. I am so <laughs> glad to be talking with you guys today. This is such a big opportunity for me. Tell everybody who you are, where you're from, and why you're here. So I am Ella. I am from a little town called Lucky, Ohio, and that area holds Eastwood High School and that is my home school uh, born and raised over there. I went there from kindergarten all the way up into my sophomore year and now I go to Penna Career Center and I study business marketing. Um, Anatoni is here as well for the first time in some time and I love to throw out the trivia question that I hit you with last year but we'll come back to that. Oh goodness. Um, we, no, you know the answer. You are the answer. <laughs> oh, okay. It's Restaurant re- restaurant Week Toledo coming up February 26th to March 3rd, right? Correct. Awesome. Yes. Ella is one of the people that is part of the Youth uh, Leadership uh, Toledo program. Before we get to that, can I ask you what was it like going from Eastwood you said you went to? Yes. Eastwood to Penta. It had to be going like like going from Lucky to New York City. Yes, yes it was. I was kind of ready for the big change. I have met all the people at Eastwood that I needed to meet and so I was just ready to meet more people and going to Penna was just kind of such an amazing experience. I love meeting new people which not a lot can say but I love interacting with new people and getting the opportunity to take some college classes that they offered was something really amazing that I had the chance to do and I'm still continuing to do right now. How did you get connected or how did you first find out about Anna and everything at Leadership Toledo? So my high school had this application for youth leadership Toledo and I was I wasn't sure I didn't know if it was the right path for me and so I was like yeah whatever let's just fill out this um, application and let's see where it goes and so I filled it out and not knowing what it was or kind of what my path was going to be I got accepted and it was kind of a funny scenario as well because 
the other person who had gotten accepted had moved to a different school out of the youth leadership district and so I he was no longer able to join me so I was kind of the only one from my class in youth leadership Toledo but I met so many people there and I kind of just stuck with it yes um what are some of the things that you have learned through that program So one thing that I have learned throughout that program is to just genuinely be myself. I think that that would seem hard for you. I'm just not getting any charisma or electricity (laughs) out of you. Yeah, Yeah. really got to pull stuff out of (laughs) her. So when if you go back a few years, my my sophomore year, I am this very timid and shy person. I didn't really know who I was or what I wanted to be. Even Uh, now that has changed, but my my confidence has grown within them I think that with the connections that I have now those are just so strong connections that I'll be able to continue with and that's another thing that I learned was creating this wide web of people that was one topic that we had in youth leadership Toledo was growing your network growing your web and I have met so many people um, a wide range of people and it's just been amazing. In a lot of ways, yeah. I would suggest to people, especially now with like the cost of education and things mm-hmm. and how many different directions you could go and how tight money yes. is for so many people. I, w- I-, I would almost suggest if you could go meet a hundred people in the community rather than investing in something that you might not like at the end of the day, yeah. go meet some people, let them be your experience yeah. rather than maybe getting to something that you, that you dislike. Anna, uh, she talked about how she was a quiet, timid girl and now she's not. Now she's starting up <laughs> podcasts and things. Um, what are the four? It's lead, connect, grow, serve. One of the things that you guys help people with of, of all adult Ella's too, because um, it is very hard, not for three of us, to get up in front of people and talk. And it's hard to be a leader or get to places you want to go if you've if you've got those those nerves and anxiety. You can help adults with things like that as well, right? Yeah, we do a little bit for everything or for everyone, rather. Um, So we're definitely, we have a strong focus on what it means to be a community leader and this idea of the importance of giving back to your community and why that's important and that in order to be a leader in your community, you have to know your community. I also think we talk a lot about, especially with our youth, um, you don't have to be this bright, bubbly, outgoing person in order who feels comfortable talking on a podcast or in front of people to be a leader. You can be a leader in a small way. You can be leaders just by like showing up for people. And so I think a lot of it is dispelling this myth with um, especially our young people that you have to be like the captain or you have to be the student council president in order to be a leader. And it's not about that at all. It's about the way you impact people Mm -hmm. and the way you make people feel. Plenty of people are extremely successful and great leaders by leading by example alone. Yes, absolutely. Um, What are, Ella, you could jump in. What are some of those ways that you came out of that shell? Was there anything anything specific or technical? Did you get stuck up in front of 20 people and they're like, talk about something you don't like a whole heck of a lot for 10 minutes and don't say any uhs or ums. Were there Uh, teaching points like that or was it just the natural process of them helping you come out a little bit? It was definitely more of a natural process. Going in, I knew nobody, obviously. And so by meeting these people, I was able to open up to these people was was the first step. Hey, hi, my name's Ella. Like, how are you? 
And they they are the ones that gave me my confidence. I didn't say, oh, today I'm going to be confident. Tomorrow I'm not. They gave me my confidence, I think. And even Anna and Nikki, they just had so much faith in me to say, hey, like, you can be quiet, but you're still a leader. Because I didn't know that I was a leader. And they were just showing me the way, showing me the path and how to do it. What, uh, what did you go into the program wanting to be when you grow up and has that changed at all since now you're at Penton you've gone through the program at all so when I was a little girl I had always wanted to be a teacher or a librarian not sure why but I think the way that as kids we see what we know and we're just like yep I'm gonna be that but as I walked into this group I was able to open my eyes a little bit more and see what I was able to do. And so next year, I'm going to go to Ohio University and I'm going to major in strategic communications. And that is kind of the reason, strategic communication is like the reason why people communicate. And I just love communicating so much, I'm going to major in communicating. You should do okay at it. Yeah, I, I think, think she'll, so. I think she'll do okay too. Anna, why why is Ella here? I, I mean, there's lots and lots of kids Lots of uh, young adults who are alumni of leadership, uh, uh, the Youth Leadership Toledo program. What about Ella? Tell me about you meeting her from maybe yeah. the first time to not that long ago. So Ella obviously has a very like positive um, way about her, and that just like really stands out. And honestly, Ella's always up for the challenge and up for the opportunities and so she is a person that even if she's nervous or something that she's unknown she's like yeah I'll give it a try like why not which I think is also a great uh, trait of a leader Ella's also very involved in our uh youth philanthropy program which is for juniors and seniors so she shows up there and she is a senior this year obviously so she's a leader for the juniors and and helping lead that discussion around you know whatever it is that we're talking about whether it's an organization or whether or not it's an issue that's facing youth in the um, in the greater Toledo area and she's just very confident and so um, when we were talking about oh who are some students that we could bring in she she naturally came to mind because she like is looking forward to this opportunity Ella you mentioned it's just getting to know somebody to maybe get past those nerves or or that anxiety Um, what other things like that do you pass along to people who might be coming into the program or just friends somebody who might be a little bit nervous about an oral presentation at school or they've got to do a deck for this what what things have you do you like passing along to your peers I think you have to learn how to breathe, which sounds a little bit weird, but it's how you control your breath and how you control your mind. I think this past year I have grown in more ways in my faith, and I think that has really kind of pumped me up and been able to give me this confidence. And I want to pass along with like other students how... It's going to take a long time, but just to take one step at a time. Ask um, somebody behind you in the grocery store, hey, like, how are you doing today? Not just like a good or bad. It's just like a genuine, hey, how are you doing today? Gives you an opportunity to practice, so to speak, yeah. for when the light is really on. Yeah. What's, a, what's a, a weakness of yours that you'd like to work on? I... 
think one of my weaknesses is over talking and not listening. I think that I get so focused within myself and within my words now, it's hard for me to listen. So Leadership Toledo has also taught me how to take a step back. Definitely in youth and philanthropy, we've learned how to listen to other leaders for those leaders to educate us, right? And by listening, we can grow. And I think Excellent. That- what do you get out of Restaurant Week? Restaurant week. Uh, well, first of all, the food, obviously. No, <laughs> the food is really amazing, though. Yeah, it is. But um, I just love how it's set out, how the people just come in and they are just so bright eyed. They don't, some of them know what to expect and some of them don't know what to expect. And as in youth and philanthropy, we are the first people at the door. We are greeting them. We are asking them genuinely, how are you doing today? And we get to be that first impression team. Uh, Youth uh, Restaurant Week has opened so many doors for me. Um, with going and experiencing those new places and taking those adventures that I have just loved. Hey, let's go to this restaurant that I've never been to before and I don't even know what kind of food they have, but let's go experience it. And I think that is amazing. See, and she likes the opportunities. I love it. I love it. How many years has Restaurant Week been going now? This is the 14th year for Restaurant Week. Uh, and the, the trivia question is, what is the one big Toledo area event that was not canceled in 2020 by the pandemic? Oh, yay. I know you, this. You, because uh, we were trying to figure out what the heck was going on four years ago and yeah. Restaurant Week continued on. Well, it was, well, in 2020, it wrapped up. Like right. the week before. Before the shutdown. Um, yeah, before the shutdown. And I remember um, the kickoff event, which is like the week before restaurant week. Um, I remember talking to my husband and he was like, you need to go to Costco and you need to get all these things, toilet paper, dog food, this and that. And I was like, you're crazy. Like, it's fine. But I went and I got all the stuff. And then I remember being like, I'm so glad you made yeah. me go. <laughs> Anatoni yeah. here in Toledo, our, your husband caused the toilet paper hoarding. No, 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 no. We were not hoarders, I promise. Um, <laughs> tell me what's lined up for this year because I refuse to go on the website and scroll down all the, the restaurants okay. because there are more and more every yeah. year. And it, it, it's, at this point, we're almost at a place where it's like, who's not on the yeah, list? Yeah, probably, easier. No, I'm just so kidding. Who, maybe calling. who's new this year? Yeah. Who's been around for all the years? Who do you like to highlight and talk about? Yeah, well, we love all of our restaurant partners, obviously, but um, we do have some new ones this year. So the Dollop Shop is joining us, Georgette's in Mommy. So we're adding some like smaller little kind of like coffee bake shop sort of things. Um, we've got Assembly, which is new. It was in the old Napa Kitchen um, downtown, and I think they just opened like today. Maybe. So we're excited to have them. Um, We have some of our tried and true, like places like Ventura's, Rosie's. Um, Musa has always been involved. So Souk is involved this year, you know, but some, you know, uh, Musa Venture has always been involved. Um, Mommy Bay Brewing is back this year. So I think we have 40. 
46 or 47 um, restaurants this year. So Passport's all digital this year, correct? all digital. You just have to turn on, like you can go to the website and sign up and you'll get information, but you don't even have to do much. You just have to like, you open the Passport and like you like click check in and it checks you in based on like, you know, your location services. Um, All these restaurants participating, it is for a a great cause for Leadership Toledo. How, How does that money get back to you and then how do you push it back out to make things like Ella and Adult Ella's. Yes. So um, Ella and and all of her alum and all of her, you know, the current participants for our youth programs, everything is tuition free. So that means there's no cost to the student. Um, so we fundraise around that. And so that is where Restaurant Week comes in. So we have, you know, our presenting sponsor, Libby. We have a whole list of sponsors, Destination Toledo. Um Oh, Market Associates, you know, it just goes on and on and on. Um, But um, we, um, and then the restaurants, actually, a portion of the sales from the week, they donate back to us and that supports our youth initiatives. They're still doing special dishes that are unique to Restaurant Week. Yes. So all of our restaurants will have a Restaurant Week Toledo menu, which they, those will go live, I believe, the week before Restaurant Week. And some of them are doing maybe a feature that they don't normally have. And other people will do a deal. So you might get a two or three course meal for like a discounted price. So it just kind of depends on the restaurant and what they're looking for. Um, Some do like little tastes of, you know, I think George S is doing like a soup. um, What is it? There's like three, like a soup tasting. (laughs) And so you're, you're getting that. So it's really cool and letting people just showcase what it is that their restaurant has to offer. And Toledo just has a really great food scene. And so we love that we're able to celebrate the local restaurants and entrepreneurs here and then they get to support Leadership Toledo in return. And it spans well beyond Toledo. I think that maybe yeah. I, my geography might be off but all the way like down in Waterville to the White House Inn yes. or White House the White House Inn. Yes. Um, what are some of the other places that people might not think about that are part of Restaurant Week Toledo? Yeah. So, you know, you've got Perrysburg. So you've got places like Poco. Actually, the Garden at um, Glass City uh, Metro Park. That is also by Poco Piatti there um, in Restaurant Week this year. And they are actually going to be offering... Um, passes for ice skating if you go and visit them during restaurant week so that's really cool Um, so lots of coffee shops plate 21 is back this year over in south toledo i i live in south toledo so obviously i gotta represent there um and then um you know we've got let's see we've got hold on wait oh yeah i'll make i'll I'll make my point places that you might already go regularly might be a part of restaurant week toledo so help everything out yeah so there's no reason to not go absolutely Kickoff party sold out. Kickoff party sold out in five hours this year. That is a record for us. Last year it was two days. I couldn't believe it. So uh, we have to make a decision then whether we like keep it exclusive or or get a bigger venue, I guess. <laughs> keep it exclusive. Let people get in on yeah. it. You either get in or, or you don't. Um, what The signature program, can you tell me about that, what, what that is for adults? And that's the 10-month program? Yeah, we have our signature program, which is for adults. That's what Leadership Toledo was founded on over 40 years ago. And so this year we have 54 individuals going through. It's a cohort style program. They meet once a month. Um, it is a tuition-based program. And every month is focused on a different topic. But through all of our programs, our hope is to really help people become more confident community leaders and how they 
can, you know, find a purposeful way to step up in their community. So we do topics like education, criminal justice, um, servant leadership, self-awareness. We do cultural arts. So it's really um, getting the opportunity to speak and and listen and hear from um, leaders in those areas doing that work. You guys are just coming over here from uh, an event you had with Chris Peterson, mm-hmm. who you will always learn something from. Yes. So we have our community leadership series. That is a free event that's open to um, individuals. So our next one is actually March 21st, and that'll be with Aaron McPartland from Mommy Valley Habitat for Humanity. And it's talking about the housing market. Is it really affordable for everyone? I just think that'll be a really interesting conversation. I know. Over the last couple of years, I've decided to throw the words relative and subjective out to a lot of things. Yes. It's it's subjective if it's affordable. If yes. I can pay for it, it's affordable. If I can't, it's not affordable. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I know the some of the past series, like Joe Napoli and Jason mm-hmm. Kuchma, yep. uh, those videos are available on the website, right? Yes, yeah. And if you go to our YouTube page, you can see a lot of our videos there. Um, yeah, we had Sarah Best on there talking about, you know, like looking more into like your emotional intelligence and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, so we have, and then I know, and this is something that you're really passionate about. We are going to be, uh, our May session will be with NAMI. And so they're talking about kind of like the stigma free workplace and how mental health, you know, breaking down that stigma around mental health. Yeah. May 8th. It's a couple of days. I don't, I, off the top of my head, I don't know when our walk is this year, but it's right before it's that. It's right before so. the walk. Yep. Come on out to the walk. I know that's the plan. There was a method to our madness Good. when we were making these schedules. Uh, so. Last question. You mentioned some names of people that you'll be able to learn from. Um, Who are some people that might be out in the community that someone listening right now might recognize, but they didn't know they went through the leadership leadership Toledo program? Oh. Oh, gosh. Now you're putting me on the spot. Guy with the fire truck? The guy with, oh yeah, Kevin Mel. I was like, the guy with the fire truck. Yeah. But somebody else, because we all, many of us have the have the good fortune of knowing Kevin and, and all the good things he does in our community. Yeah. But could you throw some names at, at me, even if I don't know them? Yeah. Because I want to so, learn who have gone through. Yeah. So um, the new, he was just named the new uh, regional vice president for Key Bank, Dan Dower. He sits on our board. He went through leadership Toledo. Um, all of our board members have gone through our program. Um so Tom Daniels, he was with Bowling Green State University. Um, he went through leadership Toledo. There are, I mean, Candace Harrison, um, she went through leadership Toledo. So like, have you ever had that thing when they ask you to name people and all of a sudden you're like, my mind just blank. went blank. Yeah. Like I know no one, even though leadership Toledo has one of the most powerful networks, I yeah. would say out there. Like um, it's been a really, it's. That is one of the cool things about Leadership Toledo. In in so many ways, it's the backbone of, of so many things here that we enjoy in the area. So yeah. thank you so much for being a part of it for such a long time. Here we come, 14th year of Restaurant Week. Yes. Um, I'm going to put you on the spot again. It'll be the last one. Okay. Um, and you can't give me some generic answer, even though I know okay. you will. Okay. Is there one dish or one place you're looking Gosh. forward to? Or hold oh, on. looking forward to. Okay. Yes. Okay. I thought you were going to say like my favorite. I'm like, that's not fair. I <laughs> love trying new places. Okay. So I am excited to try Assembly. Okay. I also have never been to the dollop shop. And um, Foxy Pho is going to be mm-hmm. in it. And I've never had pho. So, really? Yeah. So, oh, pho is really good. So I think that's going to be where I venture out to. Uh, have you, and, and they are not connected to, to Restaurant Week Toledo for some reasons that you may have heard of, but have you ever been to the Fa Lady on Upton? Mm-mm. You need to go. Okay. Um, because she is part of the experience. Okay. Um, 
Is it called the Fa Lady? F- no, <laughs> no, but everybody, know, everybody knows but, the. You say the Fa okay. Lady on Upton. Okay, she is will. part of the delicious experience. Okay. Uh, last question for you, Ella. Is there anything on your radar where you're dying to check out? I'm excited to check out the new coffee shops. I love coffee. I I think I spent over a hundred dollars this month on coffee. You did. Yes. You did. I'm. I'm I, very. I, yeah. I, I'm confident. Six dollars a pop. That's <laughs> very. <laughs> How do you do your coffee? I love trying the new flavors with in lattes. Okay. Uh, it's the best way to go. Hot okay. and iced. Uh, Restaurant Week Toledo. Anna. I was just gonna say, Flying Joe had their back this year for Restaurant Week. They had to take a few years off, like when they were doing all their, you know, changes, and they expanded out in Perrysburg and stuff like that. And they always kill it. Good. So. It's, I think that's the one. Sometimes I can flu- I confuse my flying animals, but I think Flying Joe is the one that was named by a national magazine, like one of the, the yeah. five to ten best coffee shops oh, in yeah, the yeah. Yes, in yeah, the yeah. country. Yeah. yeah, the independent yeah. Yes. coffee shops. It was yeah. number five. And we're always women owned business. She was in the military. I mean, they're yep. killing it. Awesome, ladies. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you again. You can come back anytime. In fact, I'm going to put you to work. <laughs> <Yeah>. I will. <laughs>